To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the water cooler talk of the morning, isn't it really? I mean, Auckland has hit world number three in the priciest rentals, joined by Sydney, first place, Singapore, second. The three cities together help push up prime global rents, and I think the key is probably in prime global rents, now sitting at 17.9%. So Auckland went up 17.9% above the pre-pandemic high. Auckland got third, uh, up 13% over the last 12 months. Now, the Managing Director of Aspire Property Management, Mike Atkinson, is with us on this. Mike, morning to you. Good morning, Mike. Thanks the, for having me. Not at all. The prime global rents, the prime. See, I've got a text here that says rental gaslighting, prime rentals. It could also be found that we have middle of the world rental prices. Depends on narrative. Do they make a point or not? Um, I think we have seen all the rents go up right across the board from right. um, you know the lower end right up through to the top end as well. So you would argue we are one of the most expensive in the world and that doesn't surprise you? It definitely doesn't surprise me. I mean, we've got very high interest rates and we've had a, a previous government that's put a lot of costs onto landlords uh, and they were told, hey, this is going to put rents up and, you know, they went ahead with those policies anyway, you know, taking away interest deductibility uh, and putting a lot of extra compliance costs on. So it sort of makes sense that we'd be at the top end of the scale. And so all that's happened is the more, as we've said on this programme a million times, the more difficult you make being a landlord, one of two things happen. Either they pass that cost on to the tenant or they exit the market. Yeah, absolutely. And at the moment, this is what's happening is those costs are being gradually passed on to the tenants. Because what I find interesting about, uh, do you know about Sydney and Singapore? And my question being, I understand why Singapore is expensive because it's tiny and there's lots of people. Uh, I would argue Sydney is a global city and it's, it's a magnet. I don't see much of that in Auckland. Yeah, I mean, I, I can, I'm not sure why we would be paying sort of Singapore or Sydney prices to live in Auckland. There's not the same level of opportunity here, so it doesn't really make as much sense that you would have to put as much money into the game to play here, basically. I, I'm also assuming that migration has played its part with all... I mean, you can't hide 118,000 people turning up in the country, can you? They've got to go somewhere. Absolutely, and that's why we're still seeing, even with these high prices, our properties are still renting on average about 14 days on the market. Um, so in terms of these rent prices, they probably will still continue to go higher. And what about all this conversation we've had in the last couple of years, these record levels of consents, presumably most of them got turned into buildings, those buildings at least some will have been rented, rented out. Are we solving the problem to any extent or not? Uh, well, it's hard, it's hard to say, but it looks like that's sort of slowing down now anyway. We've already seen in the news the last couple of weeks developers that are falling over and you've got apartment complexes that are half finished that are going up to sale. Yeah. Um, so moving forward, I think actually for the investor that can make it work now, I think you'll see the rents will rise um, because that supply is going to be slowing down. I don't see how it works because it's all very well to put the rents up and that's fine. But if at some point the wages aren't going to go up to match and that's the whole inflationary story we've been debating in the last year or so. People are just going to get squeezed and they're going to be paying ridiculous amounts of rent and they're not going to be able to afford it. Aren't we heading for trouble long term? Well, that's what the report actually mentions that, that in some of those overseas markets, they think that their rents went up earlier and the demand is beginning to wane because people are just paying at the top end of the percentage of their income that they can. Yeah. Um, but I think New Zealand's just been running a little bit behind some of those other places. So I would say that things can still get a little bit worse for tenants, unfortunately. Somebody texted earlier, and I've held this theory for years, and it hasn't panned out. And that is, if, if, if you can be somebody like a teacher, a cop, a council worker, or whatever, in other words, you're earning the same amount of money in Auckland as you are in Dunedin or Christchurch, why are you living in Auckland? And, and does a rent that gets so high move people out of town? 
Well, I think at some stage it will have to. The, the economic realities, I guess, for people, and that's their sort of personal decision of how much they want to put into their how much of their income they want to put into rent, but it must be getting very expensive for some people to be living in Auckland. Well, exactly. Mike, have a good weekend. Appreciate it very much. Mike Atkinson, Managing Director of Aspire Property Management. Goes back to the thing we had on uh, Switzerland yesterday where most people in Switzerland are renters. Uh, and you talk about the mortgage money and the percentage of your income that goes on mortgages. At least you can counteract that and say, yes, I'm paying 50% of my income on mortgage, but I, I will eventually own the home. In a rental situation, you own nothing. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.